What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Talking a Bunch of Hoopla. Let's get right into it. Currently, uh, while I'm recording this, it's halftime of Game 3 of the NBA Finals between the Miami Heat and Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers are playing all right, but they got a lot of turnovers going on. Miami's shooting fairly decently. I mean, you have Jimmy Butler playing really well. Um, Duncan Robinson's playing really well. I mean, really, they need to really get a handle, the Lakers, on these turnovers. Because even, like, I think Davis at the moment has, like, four turnovers. It's ridiculous. But, so, not much I can really talk about, you know, I could say about that. Except Jimmy Butler's been taking over this game for the first half. Um, You can definitely tell this is one of those, like, kind of rebound games where I think they're going to win this one. The series, I'm not sure, if I'm going to be honest, because, you know. It's LeBron and AD, so like, uh, but it's still early. Anything is possible. It's only game three. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, but it's my thoughts on that really quick while I'm here talking about it. I do want to get into college football real fast. Wow, that got really bright. Um, so I'm going to read the top 10 right now for the AP top 25. Clemson, not a surprise. Number one. Then you have Alabama, number two, Georgia, number three, Florida at four, Notre Dame, five, Ohio State at six, Miami, it's all about the U, at seven, uh, North Carolina at eight, Penn State at nine, and Oklahoma State at ten. Then you have Cincinnati, Oregon, Auburn, Tennessee, BYU, Wisconsin, LSU, and SMU. Um, if I'm going to be honest, I'm surprised that you know we see Oklahoma not in this this year. Especially because the last three years they've been one of the better teams and they've made the playoffs, but then they can't win the playoffs and then they lose. And then the quarterback, you know, either gets Heisman finalist or they win the Heisman and then they go number one and then here we are. But sadly, uh, I don't think that's going to happen this year. Um, you know, they beat, they beat, excuse me, they beat Missouri State 48 to 0, played Kansas State, lost 38 to 35. I mean, the thing is, Spencer Rattler, I believe he's a sophomore this year, if I'm correct. I mean, he went 30 for 41, 387 yards, four touchdowns, and three interceptions. I, that's that's not that's not good. It's not good at all. You can't do that, dog. I mean, like, and then yards-wise, I know it's covering my face, but yards-wise, Oklahoma was having it. You know, they had... More total yards, more passing yards, more rushing yards. Kansas State did have more yards per play. Um, they even had more first downs, better third down and fourth down efficiency. Well, sorry, take it back. Not the fourth down efficiency, but had more plays, less punts, less penalties, more time of possession, but they just could not get it together. I mean, they started strong. First quarter, 7-0. No, none too crazy. Second quarter, scored 14. Let Kansas State scored 7. Then third quarter came around. They both scored 14. And then the Oklahoma defense let 17 unanswered points get scored against them. And then, you know, this past weekend, they played Ohio, not Ohio State, excuse me, Iowa State, and lost 37-30. to 30. What the hell is going on, Oklahoma? You know, and you can't really sit there and blame Lincoln Riley because... He's played well the last few years, so... I mean, my guess it's a personnel thing, if I'm going to be honest. I just I, I don't, I just think the guys on their team are just not stepping up. I mean, Spencer Rattler, quarterback, 
25 for 36, 300 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. So, better than the first game. I mean, rushing wasn't really there, you know, because their top rusher was Seth McGowan. 12 carries, 47 yards, averaged 3.9 yards per carry. Not a whole lot. Um, defense was all right. You know, they did okay. Then you have Iowa State. You know, they had Brock Purdy went 12 or 24, 254, and one touchdown. Brees Hall, 28 carries, 139 yards, two touchdowns. Now, I don't think anyone's really going to sit here and argue that the Oklahoma Demons, Oklahoma defense, excuse me, has ever been like amazing because they're not. They're decent for the most part. I wouldn't say they're good or great, but they're decent. You know what I mean? Like the last couple of years, they've been kind of eh. But the last, I think this last year when they had Jalen Hurts was probably one of the lesser seasons in my opinion. So even for example, total yards, Oklahoma had four and fourteen, Iowa four seventeen. Oklahoma had more passing yards, like twenty less rushing yards, and they averaged one point four yards per play per play less. They also had like same amount of touchdowns. Terrible third down efficiency. Went four for thirteen compared to Iowa's six for ten. What else do we have here? They also Iowa State also ran less plays, punted less, had the same amount of penalties. They just didn't throw an interception and had less time of possession. So them holding on to the ball isn't necessarily the big issue, it seems like, because in every game Oklahoma has the time of possession crushed to every team. But now they're going to play Texas uh, this coming Saturday. And by the way, Texas is playing. <sighs> I don't think they're going to get it. I don't. Because they've been fucking teams up. I mean, because they played UTEP, beat them 59-3. Then they had then they played Texas Tech 163-56, which is nuts. And then, yes, they did lose to TCU 33-31. But it was still a close game overall, you know. Sam Ellinger's been playing well, so that's most important. But next week, though, is at the moment like one of the biggest games of the year, and it's Clemson, number one, versus Miami at number seven. Now, Miami has been playing a lot better than people expect. I'm not shocked as a Miami fan myself, but, I mean, with the presence of Derek King and, you know, all the returning players stepping up, even though they lost Greg Russo because he's he opted out to get ready for the draft, you know their their uh, backups stepping up heavy. Like for la- for example, last game they played Florida State, won fifty two to ten. Now is Florida State a good team right now? Absolutely not. They haven't been good for the last year or so, if not a little bit longer. But I'm biased. They also beat Louisville forty seven to thirty four, beat UAB thirty one to fourteen, and BCU. 63 to 0. Now, that isn't saying a whole lot for them because the time with the competition from here on out gets a lot tougher. Because they play Clemson, Pittsburgh, Virginia, NC State, 19th overall, Virginia Tech. Then they play Georgia Tech. Uh, then it's Wake Forest, and their final game is against UNC, who at the moment is ranked 8th. So it gets tougher from here. But with COVID, I'm curious to see how this all works. I haven't heard too much about college players testing positive. I've heard more about NFL players testing positive. And speaking of that, the Tennessee Titans. What the hell are you guys doing? Can we, like, figure this out, please? You know, you guys tested positive against the Vikings. Whatever. 
and then it's like it's like 19 people including front office and players have tested positive so now and also the chiefs and patriots have tested positive so they put that game back to tomorrow or today depending on when you're watching this and then they push back the titans steelers game to week seven which then pushed the steelers ravens game to week eight so um hey if you're watching this wear your mask social distance wash your hands don't touch people don't just keep your fucking hands to yourself you know if you gotta stay away from someone do it wear a mask you know if you gotta go in the store for five minutes just wear it for five minutes it's not a big deal you know it's not taking away from your constitutional rights it's not hurting you at all just don't get covid it's i feel like it's not that hard you know and i know a lot of people because it's like a political thing right now especially because of election season but just wear a mask i don't care how you feel if you don't want to get covid just wear a mask and social distance it's not that hard so do not want the nfl season to be canceled the nba has figured it out you know they got it figured out baseball started out not good like at all right they were they were having players test hot constantly but it seems like from reports it's gotten a lot better since you know mma they've had it kind of figured out you know they're testing people things have been going well overall so that's good but the nfl you guys had the most time to figure this out and you guys started strong not a lot of players were testing positive now we're four weeks in and y'all want to test positive get it together please just please please just please 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 you know i want a season i mean i'm sure you all do too because you want to get paid so figure it out please thank you i feel like it's not that hard but you know this also worries me too because you know, if this keeps happening, sooner or later the NFL is going to decide, all right, whether we're going to postpone the season, make sure everyone's safe, or we're going to just cancel the season. It's I think it's inevitable at this point because if players keep testing positive, what else are they really going to do? You know, I feel like I say this every week. And at this point, I pretty much have because it's like, come on. I feel like, and if you're a regular person, I, ho- I hope you're doing what you're supposed to. Hopefully you and your family are safe and all that. Because that's most important in your life, you know. But at the same time, to the people who don't believe in wearing masks or fucking doing what they were supposed to do to keep themselves safe, please just just take your head out of your ass for like five minutes, please. That's all I'm asking. It's not, I feel like it's not that hard, but, you know, how people are nowadays, they're very hard-headed and stubborn. So, okay, it's like, fuck off. But... College football wasn't pretty good, you know, this this year, even though with all the COVID stuff. And I believe, if I'm correct, the Pac-12 is going to be playing soon. Like, I want to say this month or next month. Let me see. Actually, hold on. Because I just want to get that right, actually. Um, I'm so sorry. I know the Big Ten came back. Um, here we go. They unveiled their football schedule. Let me see. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, it starts in November, which is super late. But, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But, 
I'm happy it's coming back. Hopefully they can keep their you know numbers low, make sure everyone's safe. Because we all want sports. We all need sports if you're a sports fan. So. And I did a YouTube video like semi-recently talking about whether or not sports got too political. And I think I've talked about it here. Um, but I think both sides of like this political spectrum of Democrats and Republicans both can kiss my ass. Mainly because... Both sides will claim, you know, they want to keep, you know, it's like the right will say, oh, you want to keep politics out of sports and they shouldn't be talking about Black Lives Matter and all this and that and blah, blah, blah. But then you'll have people like Dana White and UFC fighters will go to a rally for Trump and then making it political. And then, yes, you do have the left who's like talking about sports making it political and all that because they want to spread awareness and all that. And it's like you can't you, you can't have both. It's either people can do it or you can't so it's like everyone's allowed to express their opinions whether or not you agree with them or you can't it's just i it's just i don't i don't know it's it's a lot and it's 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 very frustrating but you know it's an interesting time we live in so kind of have to just adjust properly and all that and you know what are you gonna do so um Let's talk about baseball real quick because the wild card series is over. You know, we have in the ALDS, we have the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Yankees. And we have the Astros versus the A's. Um, essentially, the Astros have gotten away with cheating. Yes, they did get their little penalties here and there and all that, but nothing significant. Um, especially with COVID, like I've said earlier in other podcasts, they essentially were given a free pass for cheating. Which, if that was anybody else, that wouldn't have happened. But it is what it is at this point. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and argue with myself about that. And then on the NLCS side, you have the Dodgers versus Padres and the NLDS. And then the Marlins versus the Braves in the NLDS. Now, if you would have told me, especially when baseball kind of restarted, that the Marlins would have made the playoffs, I would have been like, oh, fucking K. Especially because... They don't have the best team. You know, they're not really set up for a playoff run, in my opinion. But they've figured it out somehow. I fucking don't know how. Uh, it's It's been interesting to see, you know, to see how they've been, how they've gotten this far. Especially because they're the ones testing super hot, you know, during all this. They're the ones who had mad players test positive. For COVID, and then all games got pushed back. But you know, during the regular season, they went thirty-one for twenty-nine. Um, I mean, during a ten-game stretch, they went five for five. Uh, they you know they scored a small amount of runs in their division last in runs scored, and then they were like what third in runs allowed. So you'd think even with their record, their home record, and it's how they batted during the season, you'd think, eh, but, you know, the Nationals, Mets, and Phillies just weren't playing well, so they had a chance to play well, I mean, had a chance to, you know, make it, especially with Atlanta being who they are, especially the last couple of years, they've gone really well, they've gotten better, I mean, who I'm most shocked by is San Diego, so I remember when Manny Machado joined the Padres, I remember all the Twitter was like, why? 
like we know he's just going for the money. They're not going to do anything. Blah, 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 blah. But now they're making some serious noise in the playoffs. I mean, regular season-wise, they went 37 for 23. You know, they've had 325 runs scored, which is second in their division. You know, they had 241 runs allowed, which is, compared to everybody else, second last in their division, which is really good. They had a run different, uh, differential of 80, plus 84. I mean, their home record was 21-11 and 11 away with 16-12. and 12. So they f- they figured it out somehow. I again, I mean, having Tatis on your team definitely helps, because that man's been like the star of that team this year. I mean, even just you know through the three games they've played so far, um, you know he's had eleven at bats, five runs for five hits, one double, two home runs, five RBIs. You know, he's striked out three times, but still he's had a batting, you know, an average of 455 right now. I mean, they have a solid team. They really do. I mean, Manny Machado ain't doing dick, I'm going to be honest. But him and Jay Cronworth are really kind of putting a team on their back, if I'm going to be honest. But, yeah, Tatis has been just absolutely fucking crushing. Plus, he was, like, first in so many major categories during the playoffs. Not the playoffs, excuse me, during the regular season that it's like I'm not even shocked that they are where they are. I mean, definitely with him leading the charge on that one. But tomorrow, uh, the first games of the ALDS and NLDS will be this week. You have the tomorrow you have Astros and Athletics and then the Yankees and Rays. And then on Tuesday, you have the Marlins versus Braves, Astros versus Athletic in Game 2, Game 2 of the Yankees and Rays, and Game 1 of the Padres and Dodgers. So... It's going to be interesting see how that goes. If I'm going to be... If I'm going to do a hot take, I'm going to say the Dodgers will lose to the Padres and the Braves will beat the Marlins and then the Yankees will beat the uh, the Rays and then... Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Houston beats Oakland. That's that. Those are my takes for the playoffs right now. Now, if you're asking me where, who's going to win from that, I'm not sure yet because I want to see how these series go first. Um, I mean, at least for the Yankees, this is where really Garrett Cole is going to really earn that paycheck. You know, see if he can live up to all the hype he got because that man was given the bag for this year. I mean, I get it. He played well last year. I mean, he's a really good pitcher, so I get it. But now is the time for him to really make that contract worthwhile. If you know what I mean. So, it's going to be interesting. Honestly, I'm just happy sports are back. Um, you know, having MMA, football, basketball, baseball, even WNBA, MMA, you know. I mean, because look, even it's the finals right now for the WNBA. And Seattle Storm is beating the dog shit out of the Vegas, Las Vegas Aces. I'm going to be honest. Now, are we shocked? No. Because Seattle Storm is stacked. I mean, they have Brianna Stewart, Sue Bird, Alicia Clark, Natasha Howard. I mean, Stewart and Lloyd themselves were carrying the team. Sue Bird, I mean, she had 16 assists. Huh? 16. Not like like not like not 6 or 7. 16. And a finals. Brianna Stewart, 37 points. 
37 minutes, 15 rebounds, 2 assists. Lloyd, 28 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. I mean, fuck. Dude, they've been balling the fuck out. And it's nuts. I mean, but we're, we're not really shocked. I mean, they are a really good team. So, it sucks that, you know, Connecticut Sun can make it to represent the hometown, the home, the home state. But, you know, hey, there's always next year. There's always next year. So, what? I think that's all I have time for today. Yes, it's again another short podcast, but I don't want to sit here and just rant on nothing for like 10 more minutes because that's not really fair and that's kind of boring in my opinion. So I'd rather just keep it short than, you know, make a shitty extra 10 minutes of me talking about nothing. Um, so I want to thank you all for you know listening to this week's podcast. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. If there's anything I missed or got wrong or you wanted me to talk about or anything else, you can tweet me at some internet show, except in the word show, there's no O, so it's just S-H-W. But on Instagram, it's just some internet show spelled like it sounds. Um, that's my personal account, but if you want the podcast, Twitter accounts, and Instagram, it's Talking Hoopla on both Twitter and Instagram. So do that, follow those pages, tweet at me, talk, let's talk, let's have a, let's have a conversation. But if you also want to find the podcast, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Anchor, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are available on your iPhone or Android or whatever flip phone you may have nowadays. Um, yeah, so that's all like I said. That's all I have the time for this week. I hope you all have a good and safe rest of your week. Please, please be safe. Get tested if you need it. It's there, especially now more than ever. And I will see you all next Monday. Mm-hmm.